this is the in focus podcast from the hindu hello and welcome to the hindus in focus podcast with me amit barua your host for this episode if one can rank assembly elections in order of importance after uttar pradesh it has to be punjab in the five states going to polls If Punjab Assembly 2017 was a three-cornered contest with the Congress getting a thumping majority, it was Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal who could not believe that AAP had lost the polls. The Akali Dal BJP alliance came third in the 2017 race. In 2022, former Chief Minister Amrinder Singh has allied with the BJP. Some victorious farmers who forced the BJP government to withdraw the three contentious agricultural laws have entered the fray. The Akalis are now in alliance with the BSP, while the Congress and AAP remain serious contenders for power. To discuss the state of play in Punjab, I have with me today Kamar Sandhu, senior journalist and former Chandigarh-based resident editor of the Indian Express and Hindustan Times newspapers. He is also an outgoing MLA from Kharar in the Punjab Assembly, having been elected on the AAP ticket. Welcome to the Hindus in Focus podcast, Kamar. Thank you, Amit. Thank you. Thank you for taking me in this podcast. Kamar, my first question to you: You retweeted on January twenty-second someone called Amar Sidhu, who said that Punjab had a lot of politics but no political alternative. Mr. Sidhu also said people in Punjab had been reduced to those backing those who would do the least damage. Does your retweet mean agreement with the views expressed by Mr. Sidhu? well you know when i tweeted that uh, what i had in mind was that uh, this time as never before people are shifting parties so there is a lot of politics but when they are shifting uh, parties uh, just on the eve of the elections obviously there is no ideology and uh, there is no vision and uh, i don't think they have uh, the future of punjab in mind but as i said before plenty of politics and that is exactly what is happening if you notice a lot of people almost one third of the uh, the candidates of the aam aadmi party have come from the other parties similarly uh, in fact uh, more than half of uh, the candidates of the bjp which have been announced so far have come from the other parties and this is true of all also you know the various other parties so i think uh, you know it is a it is an election as never before and uh, uh, most elections have been uh, without any ideology but this one particularly so uh, amit So, Kamar, will Punjab witness principally, in your view, a three-cornered contest with the farmer groups and the BJP Amrinder Alliance as bit players, or does it look like a full-fledged five-cornered contest to you? It looks like a uh, a five-cornered uh, contest this time, and I don't think in recent years we've had uh, this kind of a five-cornered contest. You have uh, uh, the Congress, the incumbent uh, party in power. then you have the akali dal bsp uh, the second party then you have the aam aadmi party which was the principal opposition party and uh, then for the first time the farmers uh, the farmer groups are trying their luck uh, they have uh, put forward a party uh, called the sanyukt samaj morcha led by balbir singh rajewal who was a part of uh, the the farmer sandolan and then the fifth party in the fray is the bjp punjab lok congress led by amrinder singh and the akali dal led by sukhdev singh bhinsa 
so uh, it's, it's going to be uh, a five cornered contest and uh, it's absolutely wide open it could be anybody's game day uh, amit so if uh, i mean last time also the three cornered contest was different uh, for punjab so if if it's a five cornered contest then margins and vote percentages will necessarily be quite narrow that is true that is true that is uh, the exactly the reason uh, why a lot of people are projecting a hung parliament uh, i don't know whether that actually happens because punjab is not used to giving the hung assembly but this time uh, because of so many players in the fray and uh, uh, each of the the major chunks of votes are likely to be divided for example you have almost about 32% uh, dalit vote in, in in punjab which is the highest in the country now the dalit vote is likely to be split in, at least in three or four groups there is a tie up for the first time after 1996 between the akali dal and the bsp so obviously a lot of dalits will vote for the bsp and uh, then the congress is trying to woo that uh, the dalit vote by projecting charanjit singh channi as one of the contenders for the chief minister and uh, even the aam aadmi party supremo arvind kejriwal has been trying to uh, woo the dalit voter by by giving uh, by announcing uh, 300 units of uh, electricity free power and things like that with the farmers in the fray the the jat vote uh, the jats mind you are only about 20 to 22% in the state but they are a dominant uh, player uh, i mean you know most of the chief ministers except two times in recent years have been have been uh, jat chief ministers uh, the the jat vote uh, is likely to be split in at least four or five ways really so so this is the reason uh, why a lot of people are projecting a uh, hung assembly and the bjp is hoping that like in 1992 there may be a polarization of votes and if that happens then they could be the deciding factor in fact the the urban hindu vote which is uh, you know 10 to 15% you know which actually the bjp is hoping that would be the swing vote actually the hindus are almost about 38% in the state i'm sorry to be talking in terms of in, in such parochial terms but that is what uh, elections are all about unfortunately in punjab uh, so so this is the situation and uh, because the votes are likely to be split the bjp is obviously hoping that the urban vote will swing to their side uh, if that happens then i think they could uh, they could well play the role of picking later right what what impact do you think the repeal of these uh, three contentious uh, agricultural laws will have obviously it's a major victory for the farmer groups but on the election uh, as a theme what impact do you think it might have kamar well the the farmers issue is a huge issue uh and uh, the the whole of the politics in punjab for the last one year has centered around the farmers agitation but now with the repeal of the the laws and the farmers entering the fray this is uh, anybody's game now i don't think uh, the farmers are in a in a strong enough position to sway uh, or win the win the elections but they will definitely have a major impact on various parties particularly on the shromi akali dal and the aam aadmi party voters you know those are the the people who were hoping the shomi kalidal's vote bank primarily lies in the rural areas uh, so that will have an impact but i think it will basically uh, the impact will be of splitting the vote uh, to to my mind had the farmers uh, amit uh, entered the fray let's say 3 months ago 
had they uh, been able to get together work out their candidates work out a proper tone you know the election manifesto had they been able to uh, get their registration the party is not even registered as of now so if they are able to if they had been able to get a, a, a symbol they have been asking for tractor as the symbol so then they could have been a major player but now as of today i think they are only only going to play this spoil sport as far as the party is concerned so t- tell our uh, listeners cover uh, were you surprised at all when uh, captain amrinder singh walked out of the congress and went into the bjp well actually uh, you know when the the congress party congress high command decided to replace captain amrinder singh it was a big surprise obviously uh, he was on the receiving end as far as the the congress mlas uh, were concerned but this kind of a change uh, on the eve of elections uh, was not could not be imagined i think the last time it was done was in 1997 that is when um, uh, harcharan singh barad was replaced by rajinder kaur bhattal which was less than 3 months before the polls rajinder kaur bhattal did bring about major changes uh, but it gave no uh, benefit to the congress and congress was down to i think just about 14 seats out of 117 seats Uh, this time the congress is not that badly placed but this is the gamble they have played once again so since captain amrinder singh was changed at the last moment he felt insulted and uh, since he felt insulted and also since there was a major difference of opinion uh, on the governance issues and also on relations with uh, dealing with pakistan so that is how i think amrinder singh decided to to go with uh, with the bjp and uh, amrinder's uh, old military background and his being uh, and his having voiced security concerns as pakistan is concerned i think that that was another reason why he went with the bjp i but i don't think the bjp is going to be a major gainer there uh, because uh, amrinder singh uh, because of uh, the perception that he didn't do enough in the last four and a half years doesn't look like uh, getting too much vote in punjab bjp also has a weak partner in the akali dal sanyukt led by sukhdev singh himsa uh, however uh, with these two parties the bjp will get a foothold in the rural areas otherwise if you notice amit uh, the bjp was finding it difficult to even enter the, the villages now at least they can do that with the help of these two parties but the bjp's uh, basic uh, hope uh, and strength is that they will be able to sway the urban voter and uh, they feel that uh, if polarization does take place which they think may have taken place uh, because of the the farmers agitation uh, then they feel that uh, they could actually uh, repeat what happened in 1992 uh, obviously at that point of time if you remember the akali dal had boycotted the elections uh, but the bjp they won only six seats but you know they had a vote share of almost about 16 or 17% so the bjp uh, has done well uh, off and on i remember in 2007 uh, it had won 19 seats as many as 19 seats though it had a vote share of only 5% so that's the kind of um, performance they are hoping to repeat so come up also tell us uh, how do you rate uh, charanjit singh chenni's brief tenure as chief minister in an official video released on the congress party's uh, twitter handle Uh, you know they virtually sort of uh, named him uh, the chief ministerial candidate frankly uh, charanjit chenni 
has been a little known politician in Punjab. Incidentally, he comes from uh, he comes from Kharad, the constituency that I represent. But, but because since uh, he he comes from from a Dalit family, uh, he went in for the reserve constituency of Chimkorsa, which is next to uh, Kharad. With his performance in the last about four five months, he has actually surprised a lot of people. He was very active. He took some hard decisions. He was seen all over the place. So he was a complete contrast to what people were used to seeing in Amrinder Singh. For the first time, I think the Congress felt that they uh, had a big chance in the in the Dwaba area, which is consult, which is the heartland of the Dalits. You know, in Punjab, if you if you remember, is of three areas. You have the Malwa Belt, which is which has almost about sixty nine seats. Then you have the Maja Belt, which is Amritsar, Gurdaspur area, the Border Belt, which is about 25 seats, and then Dwaba, which is Jalandhar, Usharpur, Kapoorthala, and this area. There are about 23 seats there. Congress had done extremely well in the in the Dwaba area last time. They had won uh, almost about 15 out of 23 seats. So they feel that with Channi there, uh, a Dalit Chief Minister, we haven't had a Dalit Chief Minister before. So with the Dalit Chief Minister, they feel that the Congress can. Uh, can even do better than what they did in 2017. And, uh, you know, they feel that they can make good the loss. They might suffer in the Maja, where they had done very well in the 2017 elections. So it's a, it's a big gamble they played, but it's a two-edged sword now. Because of uh, Charanji Chani having done quite well, uh, now it is difficult for them to announce anybody else as the chief minister. So then that's the... the, the dilemma the, the Congress is in at the, at the, at the moment. And uh, how do you see um, the role of Navjot Singh Sidhu? Because despite being made president of the state Congress, he continues to attack his own party on many an occasion. Uh, Navjot Sidhu is kind of a maverick. Uh, initially, the Congress uh, saw the benefit of projecting him because they felt that uh, they will be able to uh, undo the anti-incumbency of the Amrinder Singh regime. Because uh, Navjot Sidhu, uh, they felt that, you know, could tell people that, you know, whatever hasn't been done will be done in the next five five years. But unfortunately, he hasn't really worked out to be a great team player. And uh, uh, he's been rubbing a lot of people on the wrong side. The, the Akali Dal is, uh, is worried because of him, because they feel that he's a tremendous campaigner. The decision that has come about only a couple of hours ago to have uh, Vikram Singh Majithia, uh, against whom uh, uh, a drug case was uh, filed a few a few weeks ago, a fresh case was filed a few weeks ago. Uh, in fact, Majithia uh, is going to fight uh, Navjot Sidhu in Amritsar East. That's the seat where um, uh, Navjot Sidhu has been uh, traditionally fighting. The idea is to tie up Navjot Sidhu in his own constituency so that he cannot campaign all over the state. Uh, so if that happens, then I think Navjot Sidhu uh, will find it difficult to campaign all over the state. But if he is able to campaign all over the state, uh, he is a very effective campaigner. And uh, uh, that's, that's his strength and that's what um, uh, the Congress High Command is banking upon. And um, now to come to your, if I might call it, your former party, the Aam Admi Party. How do you see its prospects? Well, Aam Admi Party, 
uh, in my opinion, uh, has been making the same kind of mistakes that it made in 2017. It was very well placed in 2017, but at that point of time, they overdid the Sikh card. That is how they uh, they were able to get a lot of support of the Punjabi settled abroad, particularly the Sikhs settled abroad. In the process, uh, they even uh, hobnobbed or flirted with some of the radical elements because of which the the urban uh, voter swung away from the from the Amadmi Party. This time, the Amadmi Party is swinging the other way. They are swinging in favor of the urban voter. That is how they organized two or three Taranga Yatras, which haven't been taken very well in the rural areas in, in, in Punjab. The problem with the Amadmi Party is that the last four and a half years, Arvind Kejriwal was not active at all in Punjab. In fact, he didn't come to Punjab. And most of the senior leaders if I could call it, most of the people who could be called the senior leaders have actually left the party or have been expelled from the party or for whatever reason, they're not there anymore. So Bhagwant Maan remains the only face uh, of the party. So they don't have another strong leader of Punjab except Bhagwant. And if Bhagwant gets tied up, tied down in his own seat of Dhuri where he's contesting, uh, I'm not sure how the campaigning will take place. So it will basically again be Arvind Kejriwal coming and campaigning in Punjab. And so uh, that may be misunderstood again. The opposition might cry foul and say that, no, uh, the, the party is uh, run, it's a Delhi-centric party and Arvind Kejriwal controls that uh, controls that party. The other problem with the Amadmi party is that they are reasonably strong in Malwa even this time. Uh, Malwa where the majority of the seats are. In fact, out of the 20 seats that they won last time, majority of the seats were from the Malwa belt. But they are they were very weak in 2017 in um, in Maja, that is Amritsar Gurdaspur area. They were very weak in the Dwaba area, which is uh, Jalandhar, Husharpur, Kaputhala, uh, Namashar area, and uh, they still continue to be very weak in these areas. So unless they are able to get a foothold in Maja and Dwaba, they may do very well in in uh, in uh, Malwa. But without getting enough seats from the Dwaba and the Maja, it will be difficult for them to cross the, the figure of 35 or 40 seats. Right. So if it's, as you said, going to be a five-cornered contest, I mean, uh, you, would you say the election is quite open in a sense? I mean, there are two, three contenders and, uh, you know, serious contenders and either of them could emerge as the single largest party at least? Yes, I think the, the elections are uh, absolutely open. The, uh, a lot will depend, uh, Amit, on how the, the Dalit voter uh, swings. You see, uh, the, the last time there was an alliance between the Akali Dal and the BSP was in 1996. That is when um, uh, Babu Kanshiram was, uh, was alive. And uh, they did very well at that time. I, if, I, if my memory serves me right, they won 11 out of the 13 Lok Sabha seats. But the party's graph has been coming down since then. The, the Akali Dal tied up with the BJP, the BSP was on its own, and they kept coming down. Uh, in 1992, they, they did uh, well, but 1992 was a different election. The Akalis had boycotted the election. Uh, after that, their voting share has been uh, has been coming down in, uh, in every uh, election. They were down to 1.5%. Uh, the vote share was down to 1.5% in 2017. Uh, it was a shade better in um, 2012. Uh, 
uh, was 4% and 2000 in 1997 was 7.5%. So uh, the Dalits have a sizable vote there, as I said, 32% of the total population in Punjab. They don't vote according as a, as a block in a sense, do they? They don't vote as a block because you have, uh, uh, you have the Musbi Sikhs who are majority amongst the Dalits. They are almost about 25-26%. Then you have the Ravidasias or the Ramdasias who are about almost 21-22%. Then you have the Adharmis about 10%. Balmiki is another 9 to 10%. So all of them, uh, you know, they vote for one party or the other. For example, the Mazdis traditionally have been voting for the Akalis. Uh, Ravi Dasiyas, either the Congress or they vote for either the Congress or the PSP and so on. So I think this is the vote which is going to play a very crucial uh, role. And uh, the, the Akali Dal, having tied up with the PSP, I think may get the benefit of some advantage there. Before I let you go, cover, I just wanted to ask you, uh, you have had long experience as a journalist uh, in reporting and covering and being an editor in Punjab. So would you like to sort of stick your neck out and say what what you might uh, find uh, in the afternoon of March 10th? What, what kind of results will we see uh, from the Punjab? I dare not do that, Ahmed. One, it is a little too early. Uh, because uh, the nominations are still taking place. In fact, some parties haven't announced all their candidates. So let us see how the the campaign uh, uh, picks up, uh, how the campaigning, uh, because you see, this is going to be a very different uh, campaign, Amit. Uh, this is uh, perhaps the first election during the pandemic or post-pandemic, as they say. And uh, we are not having any... Uh, big rallies as of now, not before the, the 1st of February. It's quite possible that may be extended. So that means this is going to be an election uh, with the TV interface and also on the social media. And since no ground rules have been laid for social media, I don't know how the campaigning will take place. And I don't even know if the election commission is really geared up to deal with the campaigning on the social media because there will be a lot of under-the-belt uh, hits here and there. Uh, so we'll have to wait and watch as to how the campaigning takes place. If the big rallies are not allowed, then uh, traditional campaigners, the good campaigners like uh, Nabdot Sidhu and Bhagwant Man, will not be able to display their, their major strength. So let's see how the campaigning goes. I think it will be a better idea if we if we touch base again closer to uh, after the elections and closer to the results summit. We'll leave it. Uh, we'll leave it that. For now, uh, Kavar Sandhu, thank you so much uh, for talking to the Hindu In Focus podcast. Welcome. Thank you very much. Pleasure talking to you. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by the Hindu. We'll see you soon.